Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. It is another beautiful day for another beautiful show called The Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it is uh, a beautiful day depending on how you see it. I do love the outside weather. I'm kind of a rainy type of guy. Weirdo. But it, but it is kind of a rainy type of mood if you're worried about Nebraska's season in the upcoming year. Uh, Nebraska, of course, has had a few different guys hit the transfer portal the last couple of days. Logan Smothers, Richard Torres, Victor Jones Jr., Sean Hardy, Braxton Clark, Stefan Wynn, and Noah Pola Gates. Um, yeah, all... Just a couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's a that's a big haul in and of itself, but none of them bigger than the name that dropped uh, here a couple hours ago. Last year's starting quarterback, Casey Thompson, entering the transfer portal. Dang it, um, man. All but erasing the, the great quarterback depth. Nebraska went from this morning, you woke up, they had great quarterback depth, uh, some of the best in the nation as far as a one and two, and now they don't. Yep, felt real good about it, and now it's uh, <laughs> it's a cause for concern in Nebraska's quarterback room. Uh, last week, before the spring game, you had six scholarship quarterbacks, and now you are down. Well, no, you had... No, they were all there. Yeah, you had six scholarship quarterbacks. And now, um, as uh, 12.19 p.m. in Lincoln, Nebraska, on uh, on April 28th, you have three scholarship quarterbacks on your roster for the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Yeah. You have a three-year starter who just transferred in from Georgia Tech. You have a no-year starter, a guy with a couple, what, three, four starts under his belt, one at Florida State, two, three at Nebraska. Um, you're still not exactly sure exactly what you can get out of him and Chubba Purdy. And a redshirt sophomore who has yet to start a game but has appeared. He appeared in a game last season, didn't he? Uh, no, he actually didn't. No, no. no. Yeah. So no appearances in, in actual game time uh, for a redshirt sophomore in Heinrich Harburg. Those are the three scholarship quarterbacks that you currently have in your room on your roster for the Huskers. To me, that is strangely reminiscent of two years ago when you had Adrian Martinez and what Logan Smothers was the backup, but he like never saw the field because they didn't trust anybody after Adrian. Yeah. Or last year with Casey Logan and Chuba. Where you you had faith in Casey, although he had just transferred in, he he was a three year starter, a two year starter, two year, one year, Casey, yeah, one year starter at Texas, kind of yeah. off and on for the two years before that, <laughs> half a year in a bowl game, yeah, something like that, <laughs> something like that for Casey Thompson coming in, but you 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 were pretty confident in what you were getting with him, uh, and then uh, Logan Smothers who hadn't started a game or started one game, no, he had he didn't start any games, Adrian, Adrian took them all the year before. And then you had Chubba Pretty, who had just transferred in with Casey. Yeah. Well, it, it, in Nebraska, again, it, I think it is, you know, you can, can be concerned about the depth and you only have one starter, and I think that that's all fair. But that's kind of what that's kind of what most teams roll with. I mean, we, we've talked for, for years about getting 
uh, a good quarterback system brewing, uh, you know, a good, good quarterbacks in the wings. Um, you know, you can go back to the Taylor Martinez days, the Tommy Armstrong days. That was a complaint about Pelini was he, he couldn't get backup quarterbacks. In. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's a problem nationwide for a lot of teams is because if there's a guy that's good enough to play, he's going to go find playing time, especially in the transfer portal era. And I think that's kind of what happened today. Um, now you can still see examples. I mean, Kansas state's a pretty good example of having somebody ready, prepared, ready to go. Hey, and Ole Miss has three stars starter level quarterbacks oh, on their God. roster right oh, now because two transferred in that is it, you know and and so we'll see if there's any any movement out there as well but Casey Thompson and Ole Miss let's make it four yeah I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen uh, but I do think Casey Thompson's gonna go to a power five school um you know somewhere uh, there's there's rumors of Auburn poking poking around I mean based on the the comments on the the athletic post um was it Max Olson's post uh saying that Casey Thompson was in the portal Auburn fans really want him or have heard good things about him in, in regards to going to Auburn because the first within, you know, five minutes of it being posted, there were five comments and they were all Auburn fans. So yeah. I don't know They're, where there's smoke, there's fire sometimes. Yeah, there's some sort of there's some sort of like uh, I think it was SI had uh, a, a source say that Auburn had reached out and was interested, um, but it was an anonymous source. So I mean, it's it's, far, it's it's hard to track those things. But th- the point is, it's not hard to see that if, if Casey is healthy, he's a starter, starting level quarterback at the Power Five level. Mm-hmm. I'm still not not convinced he's uh, you know an all all American or anything, but he's he's a pretty solid quarterback, and you wonder what he would be, look like behind a solid offensive line if he has his choices. I hope he settles down and and makes a good choice because. At, I, you know, as good as the the schools are, Texas and Nebraska, you think that'd be mm-hmm. you know great ideas. That he's played behind some <sighs> iffy offensive some lines, very shoddy lines. My my thought is, imagine his the brain of Casey Thompson because we know how how smart he is in in regards to football and and I I mean in regards to school he's graduate I think he's graduating with his masters already uh, this year, which is why he's able to grad transfer. But um, his football intelligence, his football smarts, his football IQ. His arm talent, his just football talent, whatever, behind an actual offensive line, you you can see you've seen the numbers he put up behind a shoddy offensive line at Nebraska with one two ish weapons uh, in Trey Palmer and a little bit of Travis Vokalek, although a healthy Travis and and maybe some more plays called for Travis probably would have put some more numbers up. Um, and then at Texas with all of the talent that he had down there, uh, Bajan Robinson, I, I'm, the wide receiver's name Xavier is escaping Worthy, Xavier yeah. Worthy. You saw the numbers Still he put Marcus down Washington? there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you saw the f- the five touchdown game against Oklahoma, like everything oh, he yeah. was able to do down there. A, again, a shoddy offensive line. Just imagine. That this Casey Thompson, that, that that caliber of Casey Thompson behind an offensive line that actually gives him time and just just medium weapons, like not even Xavier Worthy, Trey Palmer, like guys that are definitely going to get drafted in the first two days of the NFL draft. But just, you know, just just some pretty good wide receivers, some 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 solid wide receivers that are playing at a division one level. And Casey Thompson has an offensive line that is able to give him time. I can see him being a fan, putting up fantastic numbers, and maybe maybe not being an All American, but being fringe second team, something something like that. Maybe like a second team All Conference, or conference. maybe even depending on the conference, depending on the quarterbacks in that conference, a first team All Conference. Because you've seen what he can do 
with a bad offensive line. You've seen him scramble and make throws. You've seen him sit in the pocket, take the hit, make throws. The accuracy on the deep balls, the accuracy on some of the shorter, you know, the, the ability to fit it right over the linebackers, into tight windows, everything. He's able to do all of that. He's just never had time in his two spots to yeah. sit there and actually complete these passes. Now, he has been a little bit turnover prone at times. Uh, I do. I find him kind of a rhythmic quarterback where if he's in his rhythm, look out. But if he's kind of not, you know, he can he can kind of start to, uh, you know, can miss a few. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, you know, he's like anybody. I mean, forty-seven touchdowns to to nineteen interceptions in his in his career. Thirty and nine at uh, Texas, seventeen and ten at Nebraska. A little turnover prone, but that's I I t- I'd take those numbers. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like I mean, like we saw it last year, seventeen and ten. You know, probably throw a few fumbles in there. I mean, seventeen and ten, and and people in his face. Yeah. Two steps after he gets the ball. Yeah, at times. I, I mean, it's not like every play was that situation. No. But, I mean, he did get shellacked quite a bit, and you wonder what he would have done. And just altogether, as Casey, as we kind of close the Casey Thompson chapter at Nebraska, I suppose, there's always going to be an, an interest of if they were able to keep him healthy. Now, I think that was part of the whole awful idea of last year from the beginning. And by the way, let me say this before I get into my, before I say that last year was just a mess, uh, which it was. <laughs> uh, but the athletic department's doing an incredible job right now. No better job of highlighting your strength in a fan base and what they're doing with volleyball day. So I'm not saying, you know, I'm, I'm not having, I don't have too many complaints about the Trev Alberts uh, era. Last year was a major complaint because, to me, it did sound like they were throwing a lot at the wall, seeing if it could stick, and it didn't really even make any sense. It's like, okay, we're going to bring in Mark Whipple, uh, who had his Belenikoff Award wide receiver drafted last night, by the yeah. way, so shout out Mark Whipple. Whipple. Uh, but uh, we're going to bring in Mark Whipple, I, again, kind of throwing things at the wall, but it was all this kind of build behind, okay, we're going to now have a pro-style off, or you know, a pro-style type of offense with a, a sit-in quarterback with a, that type of offensive coordinator, and, and you just kind of think, yeah, but you, you, you thought from the whole time, at least I it is you don't have an offensive line for that why why, why is that the plan mm-hmm. and so it did kind of fall apart predictably but in, in none, nevertheless uh the plan that was in place that's what it was and you just you're gonna wonder especially with you know kind of mickey joseph in there they they came up short a few times without casey you know what they they probably could have pushed for a bowl game with casey thompson i mean pretty reasonably reasonable to say that I mean you go back and you look at the games where Casey Thompson was injured and the the quarterback play and how subpar it was and how close the games were you have to think um if you did have Casey Thompson regardless of of the offensive line shoddiness his ability to to chuck the ball down the field and and have Trey Palmer run under it nobody else in that quarterback room could do that at least not last year no um but as you said, closing the door on the Casey Thompson era at Nebraska, the one year of Casey Thompson at Nebraska, and apparently opening the Jeff Sims chapter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's if it's not Jeff Sims, I'd be extremely surprised. But the Jeff right. Sims chapter seems to be opening at Nebraska with the transfer of Casey Thompson. And like we said, you've got three scholarship quarterbacks. There is a chance, um, it was mentioned yesterday, that Logan Smothers, depending on the quarterback market, could come back to Nebraska. So that would give you four scholarship quarterbacks and, and a guy who, although you know he, he has his one start at Nebraska against Iowa two years ago, um, you're, you're still not exactly sure where he would fit within this offense. But I think with a more quarterback run-centric-ish offense that he, he would probably thrive. Yeah. I think he would, too. I think he would at least – I don't know about – I don't want to say thrive. I think it would be – I think that he could win the second job. 
Uh, I think it's clear that Jeff Sims has that starting job. But I, I, I do think that you're going to have, if Sims goes down with an injury, uh, you might have a one-dimensional offense at this point. I mean, Purdy's good at at scrambling. We, we've seen that. That's out of the Out of the two other quarterbacks in the room, Purdy is, in my mind, a better thrower than Harburg. He is. Harburg is the, still a developmental so, guy. So Jeff Sims is the best at, at both. If you're just taking the three quarterbacks in the room, yeah. he is the best at both. Harburg is, in my mind, a better scrambler, or at least you know running forward, uh, than than Chubba Purdy. I don't know about his pocket presence and what he's able to do to avoid sacks, um, but you know running wise, if you're just running the quarterback, I'd take Harburg over Purdy, but I would take Purdy throwing over Harburg. Yeah. So it's it, it would it's not great either way. Yeah, either way I like I said I think you're probably getting into a pretty close to a one-dimensional offense. So you better be able to to run. And I'm not completely. Obviously you still have the passing game, but I think if Jeff Sims goes out, your expectations of what you're going to get out of the passing game like if you're expecting 200 yards passing, you're probably not going to get it. Yeah. So, um, you know, that and, and that dramatically changes, you know, the backup quarterback situation, obviously, at Nebraska. Like you said, maybe there's an opportunity for Logan. Maybe there's an opportunity to grab somebody else out of the portal. Uh, but it's pretty clear now with Torres and Thompson out of the room, the room that shrank from six to three now. Um, it was quick. <laughs> where, they're, where they're headed with it and, and bringing in a dual-threat quarterback, which for what it's worth, I think I love dual-threat quarterbacks. Yeah. It's another dimension um, that you have to worry about. So I think that in, as, as far as that, that's a good idea. Um, but as far as did this quarterback room get better with Casey Thompson leaving, absolutely not. No, no. So. That's not even – I don't even think that that's a question that, that should be posed. Yeah. I, I would have felt so much better. I think a lot of people would have felt so much better with Casey staying around but he's a competitor. He wants to play. And based on, you know, what we've heard and how much they've talked up Jeff Sims, I don't – I still think a healthy Casey starting in the spring and practicing through the spring wins the job. That's my thought. But, you know, he's he's not. He's hopefully a little healthier now. Um, he's going to enter the portal. We'll see where he ends up. I wish him the best. Unless it's Iowa or Colorado. <laughs> then I don't. Well, and, uh, you know – Although I was, that's not going to happen. I was already got there. Yeah, they have Cade and Colorado has – uh, Sh- Shadir. Yeah, I always feel like I'm saying his name wrong, and I feel bad. Well, you just got to worry about saying his name in general because you, you know you know say the wrong <laughs> thing. Uh, but uh, it's also interesting to note that uh, Casey will now join uh, JT Daniels as guys just that never leave college football. This will be his third school that'll likely start at JT Daniels the same way. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that'll be something to look forward to. All right, let's take a break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. When we come back, the NFL draft was last night. We'll break down what that means for some of the pro teams, but specifically, I've got college football numbers. You know I'm a college football guy. We'll do that coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.